In the first place, uh, it's wonderful to be back here at the National Shrine. Although it was a privilege for me to lead a pilgrimage to Oberammergau, among others. So it was, a, it was a special time to be away, and I spent some time with my family as well. Today, what is the Lord speaking to us about? What is he saying to us? First of all, in a gospel, we hear a type of warning, a warning that is addressed to the Pharisees, to those who were teachers and scholars of the law. And the Lord says to them, you have received the key of knowledge. You have received the gift, which is known as the revelation itself. You are to be teachers. And yet you are blocking others from entering heaven. Why? because you have sort of taken this whole gift of knowledge and are using it for a particular purpose. And that purpose is very narrow. It's the customs which they wish to introduce more so than the revelation itself. And you know, the question comes up to us today, in what way do I block people from entering heaven? or? in what way I cause or throw stumbling blocks to others. We know that as priests, as religious, we have a great responsibility, and if we do something wrong, really bad, whatever, we, we bring great um, pain and suffering to the faithful, which means the Lord is asking us to be faithful, to remain faithful. What is he asking all of us? First of all, yes, that we are to be faithful each day to that knowledge that God has given to us. You know, I was thinking about, you know, the Lord himself. You know, there's two things about God. One is that we know that he exists, even as sometimes people would question and doubt that he does, because if we look at the world around us, if we look at ourselves, we know there's a gift of life which is beyond us. We're not able to, to, to make, create. It's a gift, the complexity and beauty of it all. But the second aspect is, do we love the one that, who has given us life? Do we really love the one who sustains us in our existence? Do we love the one that's prepared future for us? Do we love him? And I think this is where the difficulty comes. You know, I, I spoke with one person during this last month, and, and the person says, well, I love my daughter. I love my, my friend or someone who's close by, but I don't see the Lord. Can I really love him? Can I live, really love the one that I don't see? It's a question, it's a question, powerful question. Because to know him, that means we have to come to know him more and more deeply. If we know him as the one who has loved us from the very beginning, wants to share his life with us, it's much easier to love him. It's much easier to love him, which means that our knowledge has to grow deeper and deeper about God. We don't know him that well. There's so many things around us 
that block the image of God before us. Our culture may be the big culprit because we have all these gadgets, we have all these things that we are using. It takes us our time away from reflecting on who God is. We don't have time because we get preoccupied, we get trapped, we get uh, addicted to, to, you know, to uh, electronics, news, whatever it is. So we don't have a chance to even reflect on who this God is, who has made us, who sustains us, who loves us. This is something that St. Paul speaks to us today from that book, from the, from the letter, opening words of the letter to the Ephesians. He says, I am, yes, Paul, the apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God. He knows that God has given him this great privilege, this great knowledge of who he is. He revealed himself. And he's speaking to all the holy ones who are in Ephesus, all the faithful in Jesus Christ, not only those from the community which are right now in, in Turkey. And he asks the Lord grant grace and grace and peace that give him the gifts of God the Father and our Lord Jesus. And this is what he says to us right from the beginning. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has bestowed, who has blessed us in Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens. That he has blessed us. We don't even know what the word blessing means sometimes. What, how does the Lord bless us? With insights, knowledge, with existence, with life, with understanding. He blesses us with, with, with reflection, with ability to reflect to appreciate. He blesses with all kinds of gifts from our, with, with the gifts of our understanding and mind and our heart. And then he says, she continues, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him. To be holy and blemish without him. The Lord St. Paul is praising God for giving us this gift of life, of holiness, of being immaculate even before the foundation of the world, before Adam was created. St. Paul speaks of the Holy Trinity as, as already seeing us, foreseeing us creating us, making us enter into this whole world, into existence. And not only that, but he also has created us to be holy, to be without blemish. He has already seen in God's eyes we existed before even Adam came to be. This is the God that we are to love, the God who has foreseen our existence, who foresees our future glory, because he wants us to be with him, to share his life. And so before the, before the foundation of the world, he already chose us in Christ, in, his second, in the second person of the Holy Trinity. He already chose us to be holy and without blemish because in love he, he destined us for, for the adoption to himself through Jesus Christ. In love he destined us for adoption because he wants us to share in a, in a divinity. Yes, we're not by nature, but he adopted us because in accord with the favor of his will, for the praise, and praise of the glory of his, of his grace, he granted us this life in a beloved. I mean, isn't that something 
it's hard for us to really even enter this reflection because it's just, just way too much. It's way too much for us. And yet this is the truth. This is what St. Paul speaks of the truth. Who are we that God has predestined to be, to be like God? Who are we? We know who we are, how broken we are. And yet this is what God has done from the very beginning, from the foundation of the world, because in Christ we have redemption by his blood, because he knew that we're broken. We knew that we're sinful. We knew that he knew that we're, we're be, we'll, 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 we'll go by way of, of, of just following our own ways regardless. And yet he has also given us redemption through the blood of his son. So this uh, second aspect is that this, despite our weaknesses, he has chosen us and he has given us the means by which to attain. And that means is by, the, by his son, by his suffering and dying of his son. That's what he did. So he gave us both the capacity to be free, to even choose and go against him. And yet he also gave us the capacity to receive redemption. To be, to be made, no, made whole, to be, to be transformed. Because in accord with the riches of his grace, he has lavished upon us. Because of his grace, grace is God's love. Grace is God's divinizing power. Grace is something that he gives us to which we don't have. We're not able to possess, but he gives us freely. So in all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will. So in all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will. And what is the will? Our salvation, our sharing God's glory. Because it is in, in accordance with his favor, in accordance with his mercy, so that he set forth in him as a plan for the, new, for the fullness of time. So when Christ came, when the incarnation was made, he, he gave us from that moment of the fullness of time, he gave us the gift of redemption. And this is why in the gospel today, we hear when Jesus says that in, during this generation, is in this generation, all the sinfulness, all the sins will be redeemed. This is what the gospel says to us today. And he speaks to the, to the Pharisees that it is in your generation, during this generation, all the things will be, will be made you know, it will be made whole because he wanted to sum up all things in Christ in heaven and on earth. Um, I know that this is just a brief, maybe not, a, not exactly in-depth reflection on the readings, but God is inviting us to do so on our own, to take, take time, ask the Holy Spirit to guide us. This is what the Divina Lexio, Lexio Divina is all about, is that we take these words and spend some time reflecting quietly. Even if, if, even if it is for you know, a brief moment, even if it is five minutes or 10 minutes or 15, or perhaps even longer. The second aspect is today is Our Lady, the third, 13th of October, the last apparitions of Our Lady, formal apparitions. And how many times I happen to be either in May or October in, in Fatima, and usually we'll drive, you know, sometimes because we have several houses in, in Portugal, and, and several times we drove because we wanted to be uh, for the feast day on the 13th of October to be in Fatima. So we'll be driving from, from the uh, north 
eastern part of, of uh, Portugal and we'll go by straight down from Porto to, um, to Fatima. And I'll see many, many people, many families who walk, would walk. They would take uh, like a pilgrimage. I do not know, a week, maybe longer, maybe shorter, I do not know. But I'll see the families walking to Fatima. And, and, uh, and many of them would arrive at night so they'll be ready there for, for the morning celebration, and or or sometimes even for the evening as they would gather and walk in procession. Why did Our Lady come? You already know, because she she always comes to us when we face difficulties, and she is a sign of of God's presence. She's a sign of His love for us. He wants to take care of us. She's the mother of the Son of God. She's the mother of us all. And so why would she come? She says to us, pray, turn back to God, pray the rosary especially. Pray the rosary because you can't do it on your own. She's inviting us to pray for conversion, conversion of, of Russia to this very day. I know we know that the Soviet Union collapsed, but we need to pray more again. Putin in Russia because they have unleashed something which which is terrible whether they miscalculated or not doesn't matter but it's something that is threatening the, the whole world including use of tactical nuclear weapons which is which is just absolutely uh, disastrous to, for human beings we, we, we can't do it we can't use nuclear weapons to 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 win a war against another nation and so this is what we have. Pope Francis on March 25th, he, he asked that we would pray, consecrate Russia, Ukraine to uh, our Immaculate Mother, but he also asked that we pray the rosary. Um, we have the, the weapon which is before us. Hopefully that we don't get neglectful again. Perhaps that we would be re-invited re again today to pray the rosary each day, or even pray the full rosary. You know, the, the um, 20 mysteries, including the 15th ordinary and the fourth is the mysteries of light. We're invited to pray again. We have the power. We have the power. We know that the Soviet Union collapsed. Uh, it was this document of, this, this, you know, this dissolution came on December 8th was signed on the Feast of Our Lady. So we know, but we have one, one more. We have to pray for, for Russia, for Putin, for conversion. I know there was a lady yesterday who told me, she says, I'm praying that you'll be killed, we <laughs> assassinated. I said, maybe we should pray that you'll be converted. You know, uh, I think it's a better option. And finally today, you know, we'll begin, uh, as a community, we'll begin a novena to St. John Paul II, who has such a great, powerful effect on the collapse of, of, the, of the communist system. Uh, we'll begin a novena in a special way. We'll pray today to pray for the conversion of Putin and, and his generals and all the political leaders who are there advising him or, or he himself who needs to realize that the war brings nothing but destruction. Maybe then today, as we continue with the sacred liturgy, 
in honor of Our Lady. Let us ask her to intercede for us. She has the power, but we need to consecrate ourselves to her. We need to become men and women who cooperate with grace, that we don't put stumbling blocks um, in front of each other by our own you know, weaknesses, by our own trappings, by our own addictions, whatever it may be, a lack of understanding that the Lord may remove, help us to remove the stumbling blocks so that we may truly bring forth the great news that in Jesus, our Lord, in the second person of the Holy Trinity, we have the gift of redemption. We have the gift to become holy and immaculate, to share in the glory of God, to share in, a, in the happiness of God's existence. And this is what the Lord is asking us. So maybe through the intercession of Our Lady, but above all through the Eucharist that we welcome into our hearts, Jesus himself, that we may have the power, that we may have the capacity to become God's sons and daughters, sharing in the glory of God for all eternity. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.